This is Rugger Matrix International, episode 149, The Bomb. Hello and welcome, Juro Senior Host of the world's most quoted rugby podcast, and no Mark Cashman to speak of tonight, but what a replacement. Peter Hewitt, who signed a short-term deal to play fly half of the Brumbies. They've had all sorts of injury troubles in that position, but they continue to win as we record tonight. So Peter joins us to talk about everything Super Rugby, Japanese Rugby, the Heineken Cup, the Premiership, and of course the Rabo Direct. As usual, the show brought to you by Strike, Australia's leading provider of mobile phone car kits. Enter the code RUGGERMATRIX at strike.com.au and you'll get 10% off. Yes, hello and welcome to episode 149, Juro Senior Host. And as always, as we just said in the introduction, brought to you by Strike, the fellas doing a great job in sponsoring the program. Great products too. Speaking of a great product... From Inverell, joining me off the top of the program, special, bit of a scoop I reckon because he's been in the news lately and of course signing a uh, temporary deal with the Brumbies, the man from Suntory, the man from Inverell, the man from London Irish, the man from everywhere and he is Peter Hewitt. G'day Peter, looking a million bucks? Mate, feeling a million dollars as well, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, very excited to uh, to meet the boys and the Brumbies this week, and yeah, I've had a good week with them, and uh, obviously uh, even better now after the victory uh, moments ago against the Hurricanes. Yeah, terrific stuff, mate. Terrific stuff. Now, uh, just quickly, we are recording this uh, on a Friday evening in Sydney, and it's just moments after a wonderful win by the Brumbies. Zach Holmes debuting or in the run-on side for the Brumbies at ten. Now you've been signed to help out with the 10 situation, uh, considering they've had a lot of issues there. Uh, Leo Leofano uh, injured out for the season. Peter, you must have been really impressed. I noticed you on Twitter giving uh, young Zach Holmes a, a rap, but great effort against the Hurricanes in Wellington. That's not easy to do. Yeah, you don't normally uh, tend to get great conditions in Wellington. Uh, it's not called Windy Wellington for nothing. And, uh, yeah, as you say, Zach Holmes, mate, he... Uh, he was, um, you know, showed no signs of nerves during the week. He trained really well, and he he saw that in his performance tonight. You know, it was a nice polished performance. Um, you know, the boys were behind at half time, so to come back um, after after trailing at half time is, is a difficult uh, assignment over there, especially in Wellington, because those guys once they get a bit of front foot footy, uh, they're tough to play against. But you know, the Brumby forwards really laid a, uh, a great a great platform and. Uh, yeah, Zach played on the back of that, and you know, as I said before, he played really well, which is which is a bonus. Peter, we'd love to see you play next weekend, but uh, you still need the insurance to get across the line. What's the latest on that? Uh, latest is mate, we're just dealing with uh, I think it's a company in London, so um, yeah, we're toing and froing in terms of yeah, getting my uh, I suppose getting my contract uh, insured from Suntory, so uh, in case you know, there is an injury, so yeah, we're just going. We're toing and froing at the moment, so hopefully that'll be sorted out uh, sooner rather than later. Tell us how it all came about. Um, obviously, the injury, the horrific broken leg to Christian Liliofano uh, in the Brumbies game after the bell just recently has caused him a lot of trouble. Uh, you can't play in the finals if the Brumbies make it. 
but what are you looking to contribute uh, in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I suppose uh, just looking to just contribute in terms of giving the guys a bit of leadership. Um, look, I'm not sure, you know, it hasn't really been spoken about when or where I'll play. Um, just there, I suppose, is a bit of cover. As you say, we've lost, they lost a couple of tens. Um, so, you know, I can obviously cover at the back as well if needed. So, look, just there, um, you know, spent the last week just, just um, running over all the players. You know, the guys flew out on, on Tuesday, so I only had a couple of sessions to sort of spend with them. And then, um, you know, hopefully this week I can get stuck in and, and, and do a lot more training with the guys. So, But I guess the relationship between Eddie Jones, who's coach of Suntory, or leaving Suntory to take on uh, the Japan job, and, of course, Jake White, must have helped in the transition. Yeah, it did, I suppose. Eddie, Eddie knows my game now, uh, under, obviously playing under him for the last two years. So, um, yeah, when the uh, terrible injury happened to Christian, yeah, Eddie, Eddie rigged me a couple of days later to see if I'd be interested in, in uh, helping the Brumbies out. And, you know, I jumped at the chance. You know, you watch, you watch the Super Rugby while you're overseas, and you always wonder you know, what it would like, what it would be like to come back. And uh, you know, being given a, a good opportunity by you know, um, by the Brumbies, and you know, hopefully I can uh, help out where where I can. But um, yeah, so obviously Eddie spoke to to Jake, and they're, they're obviously quite close. Um, so and they um, from there, Jake got in contact with me, and we had a good chat about things. And yeah, I was down there on Saturday afternoon. And the thing about the Japanese season, it really can help in these situations, the way it's structured. Short season, the world's biggest pre-season, but I guess in a way it does help you in 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 being um, freed up to play in these sorts of competitions when needed. Yeah, it does, and uh, I suppose it's a, it's a good it's a good thing for our club as well, Suntory. Um, you know, three of our got two two other two other players, Georgie Smith, who um, had a brief uh, run at the start and uh, Tussie Pissy as I mentioned before um, and the Hurricanes so yeah, it, it's a good selling point I suppose for Suntory knowing that you know, they're still uh, they're, it's a good selling point for the rugby program that's that's produced at Suntory uh, obviously through Eddie um, and, and the Japanese coaches over there they're, they're producing a great program for players to, to go abroad and, and still compete um, at that level so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing for them as well So Peter um are you satisfied that you'll be in the shape? What are you, um, 48, 30? 40... <laughs> they? they put the press release out and they had you a bit older. No, no, 34 uh, just the other day, actually. So, um, <laughs> But as you know, Bronk, uh, late bloomer, mate, didn't really start my professional year till I was uh, 26, 27. That's so. because I took up all the fullback running roles at Inverell. <laughs> exactly, mate. I had to had to bide my time and watch all those videos of yours to uh, to. Uh, you well, know, that is true because study. you started really late, and um, so your body hasn't been pounded since a young age uh, in terms of playing professional rugby. So, um, mate, you're pretty fresh, and I think that competition in Japan keeps you pretty fresh, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, the competition isn't as long. Uh, I mean. The, yeah, the, as you said before, the training is is quite intense. Um, people say you only play, you know, um, well, I think I played probably fifteen to twenty games this year, but mate, I played probably three a week at training. You know, the the training is is very intense. Uh, it's short, but it's intense, and uh, you know, it does. You do do a lot of Ks over there, and it's and it's a great opportunity because you haven't got as many games as to try to try different things and and to get yourself in in 
in good nick and uh, you know, I've been lucky enough through the program of Suntory um, to have a great strength conditioner, um, Johnny Pryor, who's had you know two Japanese guys who work really closely under him. Um, you know, they they're probably world class you know, in terms of the S and C. So, um, yeah, I've been very lucky in that aspect. So you're pretty confident that you're right to go in, in relation to fitness. What about game style, plan, the way the game has been played in the Southern Hemisphere this year? Yeah. Um, I suppose that's another advantage, uh, as you said, as you said before, and Eddie and Jake are, are, are very close. So um, you know they're always talking about rugby. So the the playing styles, in terms of their team playing styles, are, are relatively the same. Um, you know George Gregan's been helping out down the Brumbies um, this year, and you know he, I've had had him last year at Suntory. So you know the the, the two styles are, are, are similar. You know there's obviously different calling patterns and structures but you know what they're trying to do is, is quite similar so in that aspect um, I, I, um, I understand what they're trying to do but it's just uh, learning the players and, and the different names Mate, there's not many names down there and um, not many of the players are in Japanese there so it's, it's, <laughs> it, takes, uh, it takes a little bit to get used to. It's been an astounding year Jake White has done a great job and no doubt Eddie Jones has given him the odd tip or two how to be successful in Canberra but uh when you looked at their side of the start of the year, did you think they'd be successful at the top of the Australian Conference as they are now? Uh, mate, to be honest, no. Um, you know, obviously after last year and the, and the 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 dramas they had last year down there, and the, and the rebuilding sort of phase they're going through uh, during the off season, you would have thought, um, you know, you wouldn't have thought they would have gone this well at all. But mate, be, after being down there for a week, you you get the feeling that you know. Although there are a bunch of young guys down there, they definitely know they've definitely got a pathway for themselves, and they know exactly where they want to want to go and where they want to finish. Um, you know, not they're not in the competition to make up numbers. Um, you know that they want to go, they want to be there in the competition as long as they can and go as far as they can. And uh, mate, I've been extremely impressed um, with the maturity of, of the young guys and 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 their ability, I suppose, to. To have a pathway in terms of where they want to finish, uh, Benny Mowens has been very good in that aspect. From what I've seen the last week, mate, he's the um, he really combines the young uh, and the not so young down there. I mean, it's, it's a very young squad, but you've got a few other guys getting around. But you know, Benny Mowen brings everyone together. Steve Moore, mate, it's 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 very impressive the way they've uh, they've really you know got behind. I suppose the new Brumby. Well, the uh, big South African Brumby leading from the pack there as coach. Obviously, you know Eddie well. We both know Eddie well, and uh, he's, a, he's a great charismatic character, but he knows the game, great student of the game. Have you, in your brief time, been impressed with Jake White? Yeah, mate, I have. Um, I haven't had, I haven't had a lot of, obviously, lot to do with Jake before, but uh, uh, being down there this week, you know, he's, he's, he's very well prepared. Um, you know, he manages the side very well. He's got two great coaches in terms of Laurie Fisher and Steve Steve Larkham under him who I suppose do uh, do majority of the coaching where Jake just oversees everything and he, he, you know, he runs a really good program and just keeps everything um, you know, moving in the right direction and uh, you know they've got a really good a really good atmosphere down there and I suppose Jake is definitely um, you know he's, he's the He's the boss, so he's the one that sort of takes the reins in that aspect, and you know, they're doing a really good job. 
So personally, how does this work for you? Obviously, uh, recently married, Pete, and uh, back back home for a bit of a break, but it's turned out to be okay. How does your life change? You know, you're in, I think you're in Manly tonight. Yeah, back in Sydney tonight. Um, got the weekend off. Obviously, the boys are away, so uh, back in Sydney tonight and head back to Canberra on Sunday. Um, probably head down to the, the Marlins tomorrow to watch the big derby against the Rats. Oh, yes, yeah. That'll be awesome. Um, Will be good, but I uh, was due to fly out to Japan tomorrow night. So uh, obviously, yeah, things have changed in that aspect, and I'll go through till you know end of July with with hopefully all things going well with the insurance and whatnot. So we'll be right to go. So Peter, um, as you look at it, when do you expect to start playing? I mean, uh, are you happy just to be there and help out, and are you also happy just to offer advice to some of the young players? Yeah, definitely. It's a role I suppose I've taken up at Suntory is, is helping the, the younger Japanese guys there and I've really enjoyed that role. But yeah, mate, when you're down there, you want to play. Um, it's like anything, once you get close to a team, you you want to want to get out there and, and play and perform as well. So, mate, I'm no different. You, you don't want to train just for the sake of training. So, uh, look, yeah, I'll be, I'll be looking to, to play as much as I can um, um, once I get obviously sorted down there. So, um, yeah, mate... Uh, I'm not going down there to change the thing. I'm just going down hopefully to give a bit of guidance to the young guys and, and help out where I can, wherever wherever, wherever I'm needed, mate, whether it's 10, 15 or, or whatnot. It's just uh, a great opportunity to be a part of and, and I'm happy just to help out where I can. I know I'm being a bit naughty here, but wouldn't it be great if you're playing against Scotland too <laughs> for the Wallabies? <laughs> mate, you've been very naughty there. Yeah. I've, got, I've, had, I've had, yeah, no, uh, mate, I'm... Looking further, no further than mate. I think it's July fifteen, and I'm straight yeah. back to Suntory. So, no. um, yeah. sorry, mate. That's just me I being naughty. Haven't thought about it, mate. I haven't even thought about it. Look, that's great news. And just a word on the Brumbies being the top. That's really put the pressure on the Waratahs. I mean, they're pretty much out as we look at the season um, heading to South Africa for them. Uh, but the pressure is back on the Reds to perform against the Lions this weekend as well. Really tight now between those two teams. And what about the Rebels flourishing under uh, Curtly Beal at 10? You and I know that he's performed well at 10 before. It's a position you obviously play regularly. And, uh, you know, with the extra responsibility, Curtly's killing it and the Rebels are benefiting from it as well. Yeah, exactly, mate. He's, he obviously, he's always had the ability. It's just it's just uh, Curtly, you know, growing into... What he could see, other people understanding what you know what he could do. It's uh, the more the more times Curly Beal touches the ball, your team's going to be in a better position. And because he plays so flat, he attacks the line. He brings everyone else into the into the game around him. So uh, yeah, that's what makes them so dangerous. And you know, you give Curly Beal half a chance, and he's gone. So as I said, mate, if, if he touches the ball more more times, we your team's in a, in, a, in a in a lot better position if he doesn't. All right, Peter, so it's good to have you back in Australia for this. I wanted to ask you, though, you're a man of the world, and, of course, um, the premiership is coming to an end, and uh, Harlequins, I think you made a bold prediction. The Quins would do well up against Leicester, and uh, you were proven right. Yeah, I was uh, just just lucky enough, I suppose. You know, <laughs> Harlequins play a, uh, a really good style of rugby, and uh, you know, I always thought they've had a probably... A, a testing couple of years with with Bloodgate and whatnot, but they're always going to bounce back. They've got a youthful side, um, you know, they're dangerous all over the park, and uh, 
once they sort of, you know, they had a good start, and they held their own through that wetter period um, over over in the UK, which they traditionally maybe could come back to the field, but they held their own and, and finished strong. And you know, it's going to be it's going to be a great game against Leicester, who, as you know, mate, have uh, have been you know the team in in London or in the UK for for many years. So um, I'm tipping I'm tipping an upset. Though. I'm tipping the Quins to uh, to take it out. Oh, there he goes. You're on fire. Stick with it, mate. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I was asked the other day from Ireland about uh, not taking Morgan Turanui to task about comparing the uh, uh, the Rabo Direct competition to the uh, Aviva competition. It's very hard to keep up with all these sponsors. But um, uh, I will address that with Les Kiss, uh, guys, um, from an Irish point of view. Uh, when he's on next week, uh, Kissy unable to make it this week. He's going to be uh, pumped up for the Heineken Cup final. That's in London. And what a final, Peter. Uh, it's got uh, two Irish teams. Ulster up against the uh, super force of world rugby in Leinster. It is uh, a wonderful club, isn't it? How do you see that transpiring? And what great news for Ireland rugby. Oh, awesome! Awesome news for for Ireland rugby. Um, obviously, they're making the final now. They get another spot next year with Connacht, uh, so they'll be in the Heineken Cup again, which is which is good news for them. Um, mate, Leinster, I can't see getting beat. Um, just from from where to go, from one to fifteen, one to twenty-two, mate. You, you can't see a real weak link in their side. Um, yeah, also done very very well to to, to make the final. Um, it'll be tight, but I think Leinster, in the long run, you know, the last 20 minutes will just will break free. And uh, mate, Brad Thorne, his his house must be just full of silverware. <laughs> is he what close? An to, is he what close? An I know Cash. I'm glad Casho's not on the show because he'd be dribbling at the moment, drooling over Brad Thorne, which I've got to really worry about. <laughs> but uh, he's an extraordinary athlete. I just don't know if people appreciate what he had to do to compete in rugby league in the different style of game then in the engine room for rugby and be successful at the highest level. I mean, the guy's 60 years of age. I mean, he's almost as old as you and I, Pete. He is, mate. He's uh, actually read an article today. I think he's 37, mate. And to, to, to obviously play, play at the top, top of his game in league, go to union, come back to league, then go back again, mate. Well, it's no one's done it before, and, and it, it'll be very hard to, for someone to do it again. It's, and especially as you say, mate, in in the position he plays, it's it's hard to, you know, mate. They're, they're different. They're a different beast in the scum, mate. You've got to know a lot more. You've got to get lineouts. It's it's you can't just stand on the wing and, and run around. You know, it's 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 mm. very structured in there. And for him to come back, not once but twice, it's uh, it's a massive it's a massive feat. And um, as I said, one that I don't think we met again. I mean, a bit similar to you, Pete. Uh, he got called into uh, Leinster, didn't he? And uh, he's uh, a bit of a gun for hire, but I think, uh, you know, it's great for him too. He gets a chance to experience the game in Ireland and and it's uh, it's great for Ireland rugby to see a bloke like him plying his trade uh, week in, week out for, um, you know, one of the best teams in, in Europe. Yeah, he's, uh, he's currently his club side... Um is in is playing in Japan, so um, he plays for Sanix over there. So um, yeah, they've obviously let him go uh, after they finished after he finished his 
season there. And yeah, mate, he's, he's kicked on. And, you know, to have a guy of that experience, obviously, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to win competitions. So, uh, uh, mate, his, his experience would be, uh, would be, would be perfect for, for a Lancer side. Not that they need, not that they need anymore. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, some big finals coming up. And of course, changes at Munster too. Your old, uh, coach at, um, at Nudgy College in Brisbane, Tony McGahn. Uh, thoughts on him leaving Munster? Uh, he'll be sorely missed, as was Jim Williams before him. Um, what do you think he'll do with the Wallabies? Yeah, I think um, I actually haven't been haven't been coached by him, mate. I was uh, I was before before him, but um, I think from what no, I, I just, hear, mate, he's I meant the yeah the old uh, coming from the, the old boys. I yes, know, I yes. know. Yeah. Just, we, 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 yeah, no. You're you all just together, me around. Once you're there, once you're there, you're <laughs> once there, you're, there you know? you're all connected. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh, you're, mate, you're, whether you like it or not, you're bonded with El- Elton Flatley for life. <laughs> oh. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, please continue, Pete. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think he'll obviously give them that the rugby over there is is so intense. Um, uh, and but being coming from Munster, there is so much pressure, um, so much expectation to live up to that he'll uh, he'll bring. I think he'll bring a hard edge to, to the to to the Wallabies, um, and, I, and I think he'll be good. He'll give good structures. Um, just just every game over there is a massive game, and I just think he'll bring that professional approach. And mate, he's going to be good. It's going to be yeah, very good. I'm excited about. Um, and seeing the Wallabies, I suppose, progress in the next year or so. Well, Peter Wright, uh, I really appreciate it. It's Friday night. You've spoken to us after settling back into Sydney, and uh, that is appreciated by myself and obviously the viewers and listeners around the world. So um, we'll take point, uh, we'll make note of your tips. Uh, very special uh, heading into the, the playoffs. And, of course, the internationals are just around the corner. Can't wait for them to happen. A uh, very different type of um, program this year. A bit like Europe, a bit of a window for the Southern Hemisphere teams to play against the likes of England, Scotland and Ireland and Wales. So can't wait for that. And I think they'll be tougher than they've ever been when they come down. So, Pete, looking forward to that. And it's great to speak to you and uh, all the best to you and the family. Thank you. No worries. All right, there he is, uh, Peter Hewitt. Give us a wave, mate. Cheers, pal. Cheers, guys. There he is, Peter Hewitt, joining us tonight for another fast, quick-fire episode of Rugger Matrix International 149. And once again, thanks to Strike for sponsoring the program. Picked up a cradle today, looking forward to putting it in the car. Might do a little video about that. Even the cash cow's got one. He's probably doing it right now. Go to strike.com.au, enter the code Rugger Matrix, and you'll get 10% off. So thanks to Chris and the guys. All right, that's it for Rugger Matrix International 149. Enjoy your rugby this weekend, and let's see who will be the champions of Europe come Sunday morning. Until next week, bye for now.